Welcome to OTR, A Friendly Debate, the show where lawyers debate topics ranging from music, TV, movies, pop culture, which I guess that all falls under, <laughs> as well as philosophy. Our lawyers debate entirely subjective topics, and the moderator, me this episode, decides the winner arbitrarily where the only prize is bragging rights. We aim to change the hearts and minds of our listeners but ultimately fall short every single time. My name is Lando. I'll be moderating this episode to better understand our true nature. Are humans naturally good? Or was Michael Jackson singing about humankind and we're all just <laughs> bad? Well, really, really bad. <laughs> Much Are like you... this podcast. <laughs> and the whole has to answer right now. <laughs> To tell us once again. Are humans naturally good or evil? That's the topic for this episode, so let's meet our debaters. Arguing for the side of man being essentially good, we have our immigration attorney, whose mere desire to help those in true need obtain asylum from dire straits adds credence to his argument. Do they dire straits and credence, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite Moochie Tucci. Moochie. How's it going? It's good. It's good. So things are working out. <laughs> things are working <laughs> <Now>. out. Yeah. <laughs> things are working out now. Uh, so you're leaning towards this uh, position based on we, your friend, <laughs> like the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I was I was talking about this the other day. I was like, I feel like I'm you know I'm pretty nice, but like man, like we uh, every time we does something, I'm like, shit, I need to be like we. Like we just get stuff for people or yeah. like get soup if you're sick. Like <laughs> he's just yeah. The nicest really guy. Goes yeah, very thoughtful. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, I need to step it up. <laughs> and so arguing for the side of man being basically a piece of shit and that can, you know, that can't change, can't change. <laughs> at <laughs> all. Uh, we have our in-house patent attorney, Pat. Yep, Pat the Patent Wrangler. Uh, <laughs> Got to get my business cards printed out. You're in-house for OTR now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I have to say, I was in line for like 15 minutes waiting at Mariano's to check out, and I didn't want to tell you the horrible things that bubbled up from my subconscious. <laughs> really just a visceral experience of how evil truly humans are at their core. Just inside your own mind. Inside my own mind. I chose not to act. Well, I guess we're assuming free will exists in this podcast, but we'll get into it. Uh, yeah, no, so I, I stood in line there with a thousand yard stare and didn't say anything. <laughs> Anyways, just a I'm typical ready to go. A good thing to do. Yeah. A typical day uh, at the grocery store, I guess. you know, in the life of Can't bitch anybody out. <laughs> so, as a reminder to everyone, the breakdown of this debate is as follows: a brief opening statement by each debater as soon as Pat gets done with his celery, <laughs> followed by a few questions uh, by me, and then closing arguments. <laughs> so, um, as always, we'll start with a coin to flip. Uh, there is one right there. An actual. Yeah, an actual coin this time. <laughs> Ooh, who'd you rob to get that quarter? <laughs> no one called it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. I realized that after the flip. Just, just, did you see what it was? Did you see what it was? I saw what it was. So let, so let Moochie pick it. Uh, I'll call Tails then. 
Okay. <laughs> it's heads. Heads, okay. I win, tails, you heads. lose. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, I'd like to go first. I think I need to get a couple knives in here before Muchi comes back with a smile on his face <laughs> trying to say everything's good. Um, okay. Whenever you want to go. No, like, <laughs> stitches and no. stiptic for the, the stab wounds. Nope, just a smile. Thoughts and <laughs> prayers. So, uh, I think that humans are, at their nature, truly evil, despicable creatures. For instance, I just recently got a dog, and never having owned a dog before, they are just an expression of pure goodness and joy. And on the other hand, you have people who are capable of war crimes and all other kinds of heinous acts. So, without humans, there would be no evil. I think any evil act requires human action. And so at our core, we are the source of evil. The universe existing natural processes aren't evil, only humans. Now, beyond being just beings that can create evil, why are we evil at our core? It's because we are essentially beasts. It's <laughs> at our very core. Evolutionarily, we have all of these uh, you know, hardwired kind of impulses to act in antisocial ways. And it is only through training and learning and be trying to become a more compassionate, empathetic, good person that we can keep those at bay. Um, I think, you know, religion certainly recognizes that we have at our core, you know, an evil part, a bad part. Uh, you know, race Catholics, so original sin. They also talk about the seven deadly sins. Like, so much of human writing and philosophy looks at humans at their core being evil. And it's only that there's goodness in the world because it's acted against it. You know, we have this whole legal system to protect against evil acts. If humans weren't evil, then they wouldn't be up against, you know, these judges being sent to jail and uh, executed. Although, that's not always... <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to take a step back. Not always uh, happened justly. I, I've kind of gotten off track here, but... Yeah, anyways, I'm going to move... I'm going to talk about history, uh, you know, coming into common human experience, biology and psychology uh, throughout this debate. But I think, by any measure, humans are empirically, at their core, evil. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to eating this. Song. Would you take a take a breather? <laughs> okay. And uh, start it up. When you start me up, I'll never stop. <clears throat> what is this episode one? Uh, <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, really, uh, humans, unlike dogs, unlike other creatures, are the only real beings in this world that can rise above their animalistic instincts to do anything one could consider objectively good. Now, while I acknowledge at the same time, you know, humans are the only beings that can do something objectively evil, uh, we're also the only species in the world that can take intentional good actions that improve the lives of our fellow humans, as well as the health of our planet, the lives of animal species. I mean, you know, there are people that see the suffering of animals in factory farms, right? And yes, that suffering admittedly is man-made, but they decide, you know, we need to be better than that. That's inhumane, right? And decide to not eat animals at all, or lower their intake, or, you know, try to lobby and create solutions and buy, or buy products that are, you know, cruelty-free. So not to say any of this is perfect or 100% works in practice, but how do you explain that drive other than some innate nature to not want to, in this example, see animals suffer? And if we were objectively evil, wouldn't all of us turn aside and say, well, they're lesser beings, they deserve to be consumed by us, we don't owe them anything. 
I mean, there are people that see the suffering of their fellow humans as well and decide that it needs to stop in this in a similar manner. So how do we explain this desire to do good and try to improve the lives of other humans that are not related to us and who we may never meet? I mean, that's not just evolution and only helping our, you know, our kin, right? So I think much of it, yeah, is a response to the evil that men have wrought. You know, there's no real denying that. But the explanation then is what? That evil is the baseline then? I guess that's what Pat's saying, right? That and, is exactly what I'm saying, and, yes. But, but is it that anyone that does good is behaving in an aberrant way against human nature? I mean, to me, that doesn't really hold I think water. that's also what he said. Yeah, that, no, that is. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate you restating my opinions in your opening. Well, as I said, clearly. to me, that doesn't hold water, and I don't think we usually interrupt uh, each other's openings. Uh, <laughs> Shots. Wrong. Shots fired. <laughs> Uh, but, How many podcasts have you been? It's been showing you. How many episodes? <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'll leave with this. So there must be a reason we descri describe cute, cruel human actions or cruel actions that occur uh, that cause <laughs> suffering as quote inhumane. I mean, because we acknowledge that we need to be better than that. That human nature is to do better. No other being on our planet does that. So our intelligent and more evolved natures have given us the tools to do good and the ability to rationalize and use them, but uh, unique to us among all other species on this planet. Are we really trying to uh, save the Earth or better the Earth, like you said? I think Who's plenty we? of people are. Yeah. I think that's a lot of people's <laughs> desire to, and I'll get to that later, but, you know, desire to, and I don't know if we're, we're jumping right now, but desire to uh, see the world, you know, still survive beyond them, beyond their own lives. What explains that desire to do anything beyond your own life? Get into where this debate came from and a little bit of the history of it before we start diving really deep into it. Um, I think Moochie... Well, history is pretty deep dive, but yeah. <laughs> we could skim over it. Moochie, do you, do you have something for me? Yeah. Sure. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we previously were discussing uh, Aristotle, and I think, in, in a sense, that's... I think Pat is also maybe going to mention Aristotle, but uh, just for my side, um, you know, he does argue that humans are the only beings with a rational soul. The exercise of that rationality is what he says is the supreme good. And he also believed the best measure of moral judgment is choice, which is made voluntarily by means of rational deliberation, and that we must always choose to aim for good. But because we are, are ignorant at times about what is good, we end up choosing an apparent good that's often bad. So Aristotle, you know, essentially believed that humans are amoral, though born without conf uh, born without a conscience, and therefore morality. In contrast to uh, Rousseau, who believed that humans are uh, naturally good but are corrupted by society. So he believed that man in the state of nature is inherently good, has the capacity to be moral. Uh, this kind of Genesis, <clears throat> Adam and Eve in the garden, kind of stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. Rousseau, the French. noble savage. Yeah. So, you know, yes, that, you yeah. know, symbolizes the innate desire of good. <laughs> the innate, you know, innate goodness of someone who did not be uh, exposed to the corrupting influences of society. But becoming part of society doesn't necessarily make a man evil. It's within one's own capacity to develop a moral goodness. Uh, and all, while self-preservation comes first, our quality of compassion directs us to attempt to relieve the suffering of others if we can do so without endangering our own self-preservation. So that's kind of two philosophers and they're, you know, basically cliff note, very, very cliff noted, you know, points of view on, on that on my side so far. Oh, yeah. This is like thousands <laughs> of years like, yeah. <laughs> of debate that we're not going to go into right now. Mm -hmm. um, okay. All right. Pat, do you have anybody that you want to talk about or you just want to leave it at 
Aristotle and well, I think Aristotle and Rousseau are fine. Um, I mean, you know, Aristotle starts with okay. tabula rasa. <laughs> um, you know that we're born in a clean slate, and like you said, Rousseau thinks we're corrupted. But um, in my perspective, neutrality is what allows for evil to happen. You know, inaction can allow for evil to happen, and so you know, neutrality, complacency inaction allow evil to flourish so you know even if we're not evil at our core and maybe this is just a cop-out argument like ghosts versus aliens um <laughs> it's then at canon least, now that that's a cop-out <laughs> at least uh you know if we're not agents of evil if our natural born state you, of neutrality i'm glad you were saying that Richie. I, it's not canon it's canonized yeah, this is going to be used in the appeal that's still going <laughs> yeah Basically an admission at this point. So, okay, so you have, should have some sympathy, though. For If anything gets to cop-out territory, okay, yeah. be on the alert. Well, hey, I'm not going to let that ride here. So, basically, because our natural state is neutral, our natural state allows for evil to flourish. That we aren't prepared at this tabula rasa to do good. That good requires not only... It requires basically an affirmative act. Um, neutrality may as well just be, you know, something that's evil. And so if our natural state allows for the commission propagation of evil, then our natural state is as good as being evil. Um, it's only, you know, through learning that we develop defenses against antisocial evil acts, things like that, whatever, mm-hmm. however we want to define morally, uh, define morals subjectively. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the other thing I kind of brought up in the beginning, but concept of original sin that yeah adam and eve are the first two people but everyone since then is born with original sin that evil at their core maybe there's some good stuff packed in around it but i mean that's i guess it could be a mixed bag maybe you got some I good mean, parts I'm, some evil parts but i, I, I want each of us you know in the catholic view i want to maybe like bookmark sin. something to jump in later so just once you stick your it. beak into that right so now. one of <laughs> One of the things I was thinking about, though, is uh, in, in, in preparing for this, is are we talking about humans a thousand years ago, you know, were of a certain state of nature to be innately bad? Or are we talking about, you know, humans now? They're still innately bad. Or have we evolved since then? Have we developed to, um, to have being good be a, an evolutionary adaptive trait to, to helping people being something that over time has evolved to, you know, be something that... Uh, is important to our survival, and therefore being good is now inherent in us, but maybe wasn't thousands of years ago. I mean, I'm sympathetic to a uh, moral relativist perspective, you know, in the Bible. I'm just going to keep bringing this up, because I don't know. I, I went to a fucking Catholic high school, Catholic college, like, it's what I got, you know. Uh, anyways. So if it's a, so if we... Well, don't interrupt. You guys actually going to say something before oh, I, I dropped I, my, my dropped, tablet here. You dropped it. So um, I wasn't sure if you lost your place or something. Yeah, you know, like there's all this stuff in the Bible about like, oh, you know, here's how you be a good slave. Oh, you know, a good master only beats his slaves occasionally. And it's like, well, yeah, that was radical for like, you know, <laughs> zero AD. But now it's like completely reprehensible if you were saying that. So yeah. the relativist perspective, like, yeah, you can give credence to like someone being a good person in their time and place. Um, Speaking of place, I think the good place has a good perspective of no one <laughs> being able to be allowed into heaven in the past, like, two thousand past, what is it, hundred, couple yeah, hundred but, years, because yeah, everything is so bad. Yeah, the whole point is that there was no, like, uh, inherently good 
choice because everything had it was attached to like so no one could get into heaven but they they the, i guess the point was that you can still be a good person even though like all these people are in hell for an unjust reason because the system yeah. is was fucked up yeah i mean if we want to talk but, about getting to season four when they you know <laughs> change the standard but <laughs> <laughs> see like modern day <laughs> this is now a good place podcast not are we talking season one good place or season four good place we gotta, talking season one. i never finished the it so if you guys are talking about season four I'm just going to take these off. So do you want to talk about society then? You know, these complicated organization of, you know, human interaction. What was your history then? Like, I I might have your history of like the background of your of your side. Well, there was Aristotle, Tabli Rasa. There was a Mm -hmm. bunch of. uh, Nietzsche, right? Well, we're getting there. Mm -hmm. Um bunch of philosophers. Yeah, he comes away. That talk about different ways to analyze morals. (laughs) Which, in my mind, are all just completely subjective because I, you know, kind of picked up a lot of my reading at Nietzsche, who says, this is all bullshit. All these previous writings about good and evil are just ways to launder the author's subjective opinions on what is good and what is bad. He did the My Cousin Vinny and pointed at Aristotle. Everything that man just said is bullshit. It's essentially, yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I know where my heart lies. uh, his buddies, so I, too. <laughs> I, I don't think there's anything more in the history here to discuss. Okay. I mean, unless you want to talk about, like, Genghis Khan. So, I guess, so... <laughs> Do we want to talk about Genghis Khan? No, no, no. Are we talking Khan? <laughs> no. <laughs> Khan! <laughs> talking Khan. So, I guess Pat's kind of talking about society in general, and I think from what it sounds like, Muchi, you're talking about individuals are wanting to do good. Like, as a society, do you actually think... We are good doers. Like, we want to do well. Mm-hmm. I Or, mm-hmm. I mean, is there something to be said that, yes, individuals are trying to clean up the planet. Yes, yeah. we want to, you know, be able to live on this planet. Is this going to be a strict ecology? I'm just using that as an example. going to talking about in the context. I'm using that as an example. We can just stay there. <laughs> so, I... Are you saying <laughs> that these individuals, you know, they they want to help the earth? Yeah. But isn't there something to be said that the actual people that, you know, are either placed into power or mm-hmm. gained power are not so inclined to do the same thing that the grassroots people are trying to do? Well, yeah, I think there's... Ooh, politics. So, we're going to get out of it. It's more <laughs> likely than you think. We're going to <laughs> dive in the shallow uh, end okay. and, and so. So I mean, I want to get one hand to neck deep <clears throat> in this politics. I, I feel like you're so yeah. I mean, you're talking about on the individual level versus society at large. Like, but you know, what is society but a collection of individuals? Like, I mean, yes, you know, is the, the, the corrupting influence of society that Rousseau talks about, right? But um, still, that humans are innately good and still want to do good. I think a, a separate I mean, issue of that is a the, there the it cor- is right there innately right right so. You know, some people could be the abnormality and want to do good, whereas the majority... Well, humans are innately good, is what he says. Not innately bad. If they're innately good, then why do we need, like, laws? So... You know, why do we grant the state a monopoly on violence? (laughs) Let's look back to executing people. (laughs) But no, uh... Why do we allow the state to kill people if someone is too evil to keep around? Well, we shouldn't. (laughs) Well, we do. Get back into politics here? Yeah. Not in this Uh, deep end. I'm grabbing the steering wheel (laughs) at We're but staying no, on the highway. We're I, not taking I, I think the other thing of that is um, is the, is a separate issue where you could say that uh, power corrupts. Which is how does that? I mean, it, you're saying power corrupts. 
an individual who is innately good. Power is not corrupting an individual who is innately bad. It wouldn't be corrupting something that's innately evil. So good can't corrupt an evil person? I mean, if good I mean, cor- didn't we like watch the Grinch growing up? <laughs> good can't corrupt an evil. <laughs> I don't think there's. I, I think that someone being evil is an abnormality. Is in, um, you know, again, like I come back to the word inhumane. We describe certain actions that are not up to our moral standards as inhumane, not human by definition. Like not the way humans should act. Like you're acting a way a human shouldn't act. Well, I kind of want to talk about some of those things that are common. To every every sort of individual in a society. If you're watching on YouTube, it's like I'm drinking three beers. <laughs> yeah, I said we. I think we need more empty beers on the table. So I think there's. Only my second. Obviously, a, a biological <laughs> aspect of you know the meat that humans are made of, um, and then also um, like common human experience. So I want to start at biology. Um, you know, we have this wonderful brain that is the product of hundreds of thousands, millions of years of evolution from you know, the lowliest amoeba up to, you know, whatever creature decided, you know what, I'm going to go on land, mm-hmm. which was a mistake. Um, <laughs> so inside each and every one of Just us, there's the these subconscious systems, non-conscious systems that are completely ancient. You know, if you watch Dexter, he talks about the lizard brain, which I don't fucking know, but it's the idea that you have like reactions and things that you aren't necessarily in control of, that you don't have a choice of, that operate independently of any sort of conscious moral self that you may have mm-hmm. learned um and so these different systems provide instincts and they were useful because they ensured the survival of the human race uh you know over time and you know we almost went extinct kind of uh very briefly before we came back out mm-hmm. uh so that's kind of neat that's literally narrowed it down to the traits that helped us survive through there um you know we have these fight or flight um you know Involuntary reactions, uh, gut feelings, you can get nerves, you know. Um, all of this is our body operating automatically, <laughs> and in many cases, without our knowing. You know, you can, there's this whole idea of very hot right now. The, uh, You're talking about this room right now? Oh, this room is very <laughs> hot right now. Yeah, pressure cooker. Um, but the. Um, it's the people in it. <laughs> sympathetic nervous system have you guys heard of this yeah yes. yeah so the idea that you have these connections between like your gut and your heart and your brain that aren't necessarily conscious that regulates the beating of your heart your digestion and all of that can then impact you know mentally what you're thinking or feeling but this operates independently of any thought you can be a vegetable and this nervous system this um sympathetic nervous system is still going to pump your heart Actually, without a nervous system, your heart actually will self-pump. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. People have brain damage or like spinal cord damage, and their heart will still beat despite having no connection. They just have like a consistent like 90 BPM heartbeat. Um, there's also other concepts of these, again, these ancient non-conscious uh, parts of our brain. You could have damage to a part of your brain that allows you to see, but if someone throws something at you, if it's just as long as it's just the mental part of it, the processing part of it that's damaged, someone can throw something at you and you'll still have a sense to move. Or that um, people will you know, lose the ability to hear, but because of brain damage or something, but they can still react to like a loud bang or something. Because it's this ability, you know, like a lizard can process sound and things without having conscious thought, conscious mm-hmm. thought attached to it. 
So there's all kinds of stuff in our brain um, going on that we don't even know about, that we don't have control about, that I'd say is ancient and essential to each and every one of us. And acting on these instincts, and this this is where I'm going. I, I can tell I, you guys, I was, was going to try to narrow, narrow it down. We're bringing it all home. Okay. <laughs> so, acting on these systems that we have all inherited um, to ensure our survival, acting on them in a society is evil, right? This is something that is the core to each of us. You can't just murder somebody else because you know they're trying to get on your food or something, or they. I guess you could, but like <laughs> that's considered evil, you know. This drive to, um, you know, be completely distrustful of other people and the actions that come out of that. Um, you know, I think that just basically if you look at animalistic behavior that we all are capable of as humans and at a certain extent are, wi- are wired for, um, because it's humans, per- you know, humans acting in that way, it then becomes this evil, immoral act. Does that make any sense? I don't well, know. Mucci gave me a sympathetic words, you know, say, short nod. The, word, I mean, the, the words I'm saying, not in the order. <laughs> so is it, is it a uh, long story to get to this, you know, part, this lizard part of us is evil? Yeah. It's animalistic. <laughs> it's which, animalistic with yourself. It's, in, it's independent of, you know, this sort of goodness that you can learn. I'm saying it's, you know, if, if it requires consciousness and free will to choose to do good, you have all of this hardware that's wired to do evil at any cost to ensure survival. So at the then, root of the debate, are humans naturally evil? Yeah. Yes, because... Lizard brain is... Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I thought I started off by saying that, yeah, humans are evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I just, I just <laughs> want to make that clear. I, but We've had a couple of beers. <laughs> see, that's... it's. it's in, I, I'm glad that you brought this up because... Oh, are you? Yeah, I a perfect think, response. That's why. No, well, because... The last time when we last time we did a philosophical debate, um, one of your questions um, for me was, um, "Does my cat have free will?" It was not that. <laughs> Although I, th- I thought about that the other day because I, s- I said to my cat as I was leaving, "Be good, make good choices." Uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, the you just uh, got a cat, by the way. I did, yeah. Cool. And so I think this might be a point I, in Moochie's favor because how long did you spend at that uh, animal four rescue hours. place? <laughs> Four hours, I think, yeah. Oh, shit. I'm sorry I missed that, guys. That would have been fun. <laughs> oh, I didn't stay for it. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> Dropped his ass off and left. <laughs> but it was very nice for him to bring me there. <laughs> so, nice okay, continue. Sorry. Anyway. But no, what I was... What, what the point was, or in that episode was, where in the brain is free will located? Could you point to an area? Mm-hmm. And so I was looking up where is, um, you know, goodness located and where is... Um, what is what is the science of doing good deeds essentially? It's like one of those so, old timey charts with like the person cut in half. <laughs> okay. Here's the part of your brain dedicated to thinking about the metaverse. So, <laughs> so what I did? It's I, all of it. I, I, <laughs> I pulled up a WebMD article uh, and found out I have the black lung. Actually, no, um, <laughs> is that an authoritative source? <laughs> well, it's it was uh, it was peer reviewed by a, a, an MD. Um, it's a WebMD article. I'm going to cite like it. Doctor um, Oz. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dr. Phil, actually. <laughs> Dr. Um, Mantis Tabak. <laughs> so it's called uh, uh, The Science of Good Deeds by Jeannie Lurch-Davis. Um, and it discusses Stephen Post, this PhD professor of bioethics at Case Western Reserve University School of Medicine. And he headed up 50 scientific studies on good deeds, essentially. So here's some highlights I got from the article. One is that um, we talked earlier about you know stress and the fight or flight, uh, or mm-hmm. uh, Pat did. Um, so engaging in good deeds 
re uh, reduces our stress levels, including the physiological changes caused by stress. So being stressed, being in that fight or flight for long periods of time can cause adverse effects to our immune system, cardiovascular system, and extending it out from that can cause premature aging, weakened defenses. And Post explains that in engaging in good deeds, we reduce our stress and thereby potentially lengthen our lives. Um, there's also evidence... So how does he define good or evil deeds? Because again, this is just like any other philosophy completely, you know... Is there a well, scale? Does he give criteria? Did so, he test so, a murderer while he was murdering someone to see if his... Because uh, <laughs> he may as well be like St. Augustine while he was murdering someone. <laughs> did his... He, uh, well, he tested people No, he tested people while they were doing good. <laughs> exactly. So, so while doing altruistic well, Like giving things. to charity or <laughs> oh, adopting I mean, a cat? In whatever scientific study, doing things that were for the benefit of someone else, right? Altruistic deeds. So... And there's evidence in that study they, of... Does it a, say what they were? What the, what the deeds were? It, it probably does, but I don't have them okay. cited oh, here. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. How dare you. <laughs> Could those deeds have also been selfish? Uh, well, is, so is this, are we getting to the topic of... Well, let me, let me are we assuming this is a good doctor? Because I know plenty of bad doctors. <laughs> I mean, not, none of us are MDs, so, you know. Thank uh, God. Or PhDs, so... <laughs> Just JDs, so, uh, you know. That's... Okay, anyway. <laughs> PYT. PYTs. Um, <laughs> so there's also evidence in those brain studies of this uh, compassion-altruism axis. So MRIs shown specific regions of the brain that light up and that are active during emotions of deep empathy and compassion that are distinct from the areas of our brain that light up for romantic love. That are, you know, there's areas of our brain that are activated, that light up, and uh, when we do good deeds for people, that are distinct from you know, loving your partner, you know, you know, a romantic. What do you think's kind of lighting up in Moochie's brain right now? <laughs> Just look at him. What's what's going on inside his head? I'm in the I'm fight totally, get, <laughs> totally um, getting him right now. He's in a hot room, being roasted on his opinion. Um, <laughs> Motherfucking us in his head. <laughs> um, so that, you know, so this guy post uh, this this PhD said the brain stu studies show that there's a profound state of joy and delight that come from giving to others. And then finally, in an evolutionary perspective. He states that, you know, we humans have evolved to be caring and helpful to those around us, largely for our own survival. Um, he noted that in Darwin's Descent of Man, the fit survival of the fittest, that term, very popular term, is only mentioned twice, whereas benevolence is mentioned 99 times. And uh, also Harvard Psychiatry Associate Professor Gregory L. Friccione, MD, states that the, uh, the human capacity for altruism may have an evolutionary basis because if it is evolutionary beneficial for humans to benefit from social support, it can be expected that evolution would provide us with the capacity to provide that social support to others. I mean, I think I want to... I think there's some context here of evolutionary psychology being a field full of bunk. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's also a lot of questions that I would have. In I, I know that you didn't write it all down and you didn't take... You know, write everything down on this article. <laughs> or this study, I guess. But, like... Should we post the stage? link? Yeah, we should probably we post, post a link. link. We'll yeah, post a link. Post a link. I guess I would question whether they took into account, you know, people doing good things selfishly. And, you know, like people but, giving away something on YouTube for likes yeah. and subscriptions. And I'm doing Are this. Are you getting some ideas so here? <laughs> <laughs> so Stay tuned. We're going to give away a this, car. This concept, well, okay, so... Number one, you're talking about you know fifty different research studies where people are doing good or altruistic behaviors in a you know research perspective. Which okay, yeah, maybe people are trying to just you know maybe not act exactly the way they would act. Whatever, you know, we we'll, we can get into that. But 
the other thing is that you're saying that maybe there's no innately good good deed like there's no unselfish good deed what is the best uh, good deed i mean i think any any i, I, yeah, I what don't is think the that best, best. The, the overall best good deed i don't know saving someone's fucking life i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we need like a top 10 uh but sound off in the comments I, I your your favorite good deed and bad deed i don't, I don't buy that idea that there's no um unselfish good deed like yes yeah, so it makes us feel good okay um, and you're talking about something where you get likes or whatever, yeah. you know. Our brain wants those good chemicals. Yeah, but you're still at the end of the day doing good. <laughs> if it is a good, in fact, a good deed. If it's, you can it can still, it can be an objectively good deed. Mm-hmm. You do something nice that improves someone's life. It doesn't matter that you feel good about it. It doesn't matter that it's selfish. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. we're talking about it's bio, uh, you know, evolutionarily advantageous. advantageous it's kind of the study so. though, right? Is that but we yeah we've evolved to feel you know, better or feel good in response to these altruistic acts. And so by doing those acts, that's how we, I mean, we've evolved to be good, to do What good. about Schadenfreude, though? Feeling good yeah. when you see your enemies suffer. <laughs> because let me tell you, I have this trial on Thursday, and it is full of Schadenfreude. Because <laughs> these people suck. I w- <laughs> and I wish all the bad things in the world happened to them, and only them. I hate the guts. <laughs> But so, don't you don't you stop at like a a certain point? Like, okay, I don't want them to die, but like, I want them to like. <laughs> like maybe I don't not want them to not have a law die. license anymore. <laughs> uh, so, but these they were all good nothing. <laughs> these were all so good my brain things, feels right? great thinking about awful things happening to these people. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if so, they're bad people, <laughs> I mean, or they've or they've uh, they wronged me. Bad. What, what were you saying? Uh, so. These these are studies based on people doing good deeds, right? Yeah, and they tested and they tested yeah. their, you know, they tested them to see if their brain waves <laughs> some shit was. <laughs> they were seeing with an MRI, which you know, isolating. Uh, man, again, I don't. Yeah, uh, I was kind of cursorily. <laughs> wrote yeah, this that's down, why I said but isolating certain parts of the brain that were activated or lit up. Okay. Uh, yeah. On an MRI okay. from doing good deeds. Which was separate from the parts of the brain or part of the brain that lights up when you um, have a romantic feelings for someone else. So it's separate from that. It's separate from just feeling like a love, a, a romantic love for someone. It's like a separate part is implicated in, or separate parts are implicated in doing altruistic good deeds for people. Okay. And I think that's kind of like the... yeah. You know, honestly, I, I mean, feel like this they, is the second time I'm here. Yeah, I know. So. Would they would they Sorry. be Here able to test? Would they be able to test someone doing bad deeds? I mean, with that, I, I feel like that would cross so many ethical lines. Just burning ants on a Aren't sidewalk. Aren't those those, or... those like those old like studies of uh, giving electric shocks to someone else or like excited them? What excited them? Yeah, that's the whole reason there's institutional <laughs> review boards. They know these psychologists are just out here doing evil shit. That, that again, those... people. Do evil, and that's why we have all of these institutions Undoubt- and rules and regulations Undoubtedly, people in place. do evil. I'm, I can't dispute that because they are. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's in, inhumane and immoral. It's 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 animalistic. It's not what humans do. Yeah, I think the idea of humanity is aspirational. <laughs> Calling something inhumane, oh, this is how we shouldn't uh, not to behave. Then why would we ever have those aspirations to better ourselves or be better if it wasn't some innate desire to do good where does that come from yeah. why wouldn't we just be screwing each other over all the time i mean yeah well, a lot of people are yeah. but you and i we aren't 
Oh. We aren't screwed up. <laughs> so, sorry, speaking, of, I guess. <laughs> the, speaking of the, the origin of those kinds of things, you know, the yeah. well from which they come, you know, I think there's also impulses we have, and it, this is going to focus more on, uh, you know, impulses towards oneself. So, I think we've all had, uh, you know, like Sufjan Stevens said, the thought of just driving your car off the road. <laughs> the time he's come up in this podcast. <laughs> You know, or <laughs> as he should be. It just this this idea of like the death wish. You know, I, I maybe I'm really fucking out of line, but I see like have have you not ever thought about just pulling a fucking cop's gun out of their holster? Has that thought never crossed your mind? Um, you know, like touching, uh, you know, the thing that shall not be touched. You know, act is is it not fun to do bad things? Yeah, I really thought that. Yeah, this might be a good place to cut it. You know, we we have within ourselves this font of devious, (laughs) mischievous, antisocial impulses that are presented regularly to our consciousness. Mm. Um, Really good point of this. If you haven't played Disco Elysium yet, play it. They have this whole basically grid of different what mental. (laughs) It's a video game. It's great. But it what talks it about like all Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium. Yeah, we'll have a uh, affiliate link uh, in the description <laughs> for this episode. It's great, play it. Um, but it really plays with the idea of like, yeah, you you can choose bad, but there is like a majority of like the constellation of your mental impulses. Just like, well, you could just like sell this kid drugs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you want to be friends with this kid, so like, sell him drugs. Why not? You need something out of them. So I'm just all to say that like. If there's this font of where good things come from, you know, it's undoubtable that there is also a pile of, you know, completely taboo stuff that bubbles up. You know, people have suicidal ideation. I think that's probably a, a pretty evil act. You know, you if, if you kill a man, you have killed a man. But if you kill yourself, you've essentially killed the world. Mm-hmm. You've killed every man. So, you know, if we're talking about uh, humans at their essence... Um, <laughs> Have we just gotten to a point where we're arguing, well, there's a bunch of bad shit humans can do, and there's a bunch of good yeah, shit humans can do. that's what I was like. But I, I think that, like, in my mind, we have the meat. We're Arby's. We have these evil meats that we've inherited. <laughs> At best, we're neutral when we're born. And we have such a extreme capacity for evil that it's only by learning that we can keep it bay. I think that that's... Uh, that's the really interesting point about these thoughts that creep up, because, I mean, you're not the only one. Right. You're not the only yeah. one. And they do creep up. And I just don't... I don't have, like, a thought of... I'm just, like, driving along, and I'm like, you know what? I donate a lot to charity right now. Like, that doesn't <laughs> pop up in my mind the way that, like, yeah, veering off a fucking cliff or something. like oh, Or, like, you know, when you're stopped at a light... Or something, mm-hmm. the pedestrian crosswalk. Yeah, <laughs> your thought. You is don't, to, your you thought don't. is to you keep stopping. I have you, you don't, don't hit them. You but don't it's, do it's it, the call and response. The call <laughs> is bad. It's only right. you've learned the response. It's like, man, my foot is feeling really heavy. Like I need to take it off this break. <laughs> so is this like a nature versus nurture thing, though? Do you think that if you were, no, I think everyone is nature would. versus nurture because we're arguing humans are evil by nature. Yeah, right. So they can be so, good by nurture. I'll take. You can have that point, but I'll take <laughs> the uh, the crux here. Yeah, the main topic is our humans <laughs> evil at their core. So do you think if someone is like 
you know, born in under bad circumstances and doesn't have a good upbringing that, you what know, you they're going to <laughs> not like you guys. Because Pat and I just like revealed a lot about ourselves here. <laughs> yeah, Nucci. No, 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 no. I'm saying you gotta that. put something on the plate. I'm saying yeah. that are you saying that What's person, yours? are you saying that a person would be fa- a person that's you know brought up in those circumstances would be faced with that person crossing the intersection and go like fuck it, I'm gonna hit the gas? Like are, are you know, are you saying that someone in that circumstance is going to drive their car off a cliff like it, it, the, where does it get to the point where that is actually an action that is taken by somebody oh that i mean that's are you it, asking has has someone never acted on one of these not that someone's impulses? never acted on that but why did is they do it, it you know like, i'm not gonna be able to answer do you that have a, do you have a comparable <laughs> study where people would you know do something what i'm asking without consequences you know, what i'm asking yeah, Muchi right. is i guess it's do, well, you, do you think yeah. it's as common for people to have the opposite thought. I mean, you're, you're saying, you know, comedy. Just randomly. Down, that, don't that, much ter- that yeah. pops up in your mind mm-hmm. without the, Like, you're not thinking of anything and just like, man, what if my foot got off this brake? I'd, I'd hit this person. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you don't. I'm, I'm not going to do it. You never have the consequences. Is, is, I mean, I'm if not, someone has no consequences for their actions, do you think they would act in a morally good or morally evil way? No absent consequences, because that's putting you know basically someone in a in a box, no constraints. Still morally um, good because of the way we've evolved as a society to to even if it's no consequences. Yeah, well, you can talk about video games. Here. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it, it is play. It, it, it is the fantasy. It's being able to do stuff without whatever consequences. You want. Yeah, yeah, you get wasted. You wake up at the hospital. So also, I oh, the cops take all your guns and you're up the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you're just uh, like, come on, you see how no no one you know stops at a stoplight in Grand Theft Auto unless you're like tailing to, somebody. <laughs> to the point of like do do good thoughts ever popping your thoughts to do good for people, right? Is that what you're saying? Right when like, you're when you're completely not trying to think of that stuff, like when you're <laughs> well, you only notice it's a bad thought because you're like, I shouldn't think of that. If you know, if you probably think good thoughts all the time, like, oh, I should get a gift for my mom. I should. Get something for Connor. I should, I should know, do whatever. I should get a gift you know. for Nucci's mom. <laughs> yeah. I, I should get something for Connor. <laughs> you know, I think all the time we're okay. thinking good okay. thoughts, but the aberrant bad thoughts That's pop up That's what I was asking from you, Nucci. Yeah. That's... We got sidetracked with GTA. Primo, primo explanation. <laughs> I think this is, this is our track. This is that is something, track. though, because, I mean, Grand Theft Auto, the way people <laughs> act on there, and then when you're You don't have to. When You don't have to, right. And then when you get into comment sections on, like, either Twitch or, like, gameplay, I mean, you hear these people talking. When you get online and you're anonymous, supposedly, yeah, you want to get into how people act on there? No reputational Mm -hmm. consequences to saying you're going to fuck somebody's mom. Nothing. Or that you already did. (laughs) (laughs) So it is, you know, I think it's revealing that when humans have that layer of isolation... They act in more evil ways. Congress critters are very often isolated from the consequences of their own actions, of the effects of their own policies, and they don't give a shit. They still put down awful policies that, you know, increase segregation, that, oh, it might be facially neutral, but very clearly are discriminatory, that harm the environment. If we want to come back to that, favorite topic of mine. (laughs) Um, But it is, I think, that the isolation from one's consequences that allow humans to act on these evil things and that like i said in my mind goodness is a learned you know resistance or reaction to these bad thoughts that are always common that 
if you don't have the consequences, if you don't have those good thoughts, you're just going to consistently act in an, an evil way. So, as evidence of what's oh, underneath. Over over time, and, and though, Lando, it, you, you know, you got to stop me if we're just keep talking in circles. No, I, here. I wanted to hear what Mucci I just was wanted say. to say, like, sorry. Oh, over time, though, that's why that's why I was kind of talking about like, are we talking about humans thousands of years ago or humans now, right? And the reason I was asking that is that we've evolved since then. Like, have we not evolved to be creatures that maybe we didn't weren't creatures that wanted to do good thousands and thousands of years ago but at this point it's ingrained in us to do good are we talking about the sumerians it is it is it is our nature we're talking neanderthals but here's my question with with my question with where we are today there are so many more laws there's so there's you're gonna get caught you're going to get like caught doing something bad, right? I. So thousand, you are specific. <laughs> so, you know, a thousand years, thousands of years ago, you do no something wrong, there, there's probably not going to be a consequence. You're probably going to get away with it. There's not cameras on every corner that's going to catch you. So you might have chop we, your hand off, though. <laughs> if you steal it. If you get caught red-handed. <laughs> so, for, but the, again, though, from, okay, we've had those laws, you know, there's so much more, many more laws now. Um, and is but it over just time, like, like several several generations back, a lot of those laws, or however long ago they came into place, that to not kill people, to not you know do these you know horrible things, um, like chemically though, is that not something that's passed on from like a a father to a son, like not even just not nurtured, like chemically, like over time, do we not change to be more hardwired to do good? Could it not? I mean, have... if you were a great murderer like Genghis Khan, you know, <laughs> thousands of years ago, you know, <laughs> but still, like he was a great yeah. murderer. And how many people across, you know, Eurasia have are like have his genetics oh, <laughs> and yeah. those of his horde? Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, I would, you know, not call Genghis Khan or his progeny uh, good people, but like it was because he was such a successful murderer, raper, and pillager that. There's a whole bunch of people now that are descendants, but mm-hmm. I, don't know. I guess they learned. I'm not I'm not trying to disparage billions of people. However, <laughs> <laughs> that's how to be explicitly clear. All I'm the time, not, this isn't some sort of some sort passed of, since then, generation to generation, passing down different genes, the bad ones out, the good ones, and not and not even like in the sense of morally good or bad, but the evolutionarily advantageous ones out. Or um, t- disadvantageous ones out. The the advantageous ones in over time. Aren't we progressing to a better form of humans now? Being someone born now, innately good. I mean, Whereas I could beat the shit out of like a Victorian child. Could that just not be you know each generation passing down to their child? Hey, don't do this. You're gonna get well, caught. You're, so you're I mean, talking that's about not nurture. genetics. Yeah, you're I'm talking not, about nurture. Yeah. But right. I'm saying that even in nature chemically biologically in the brain we're i think that we are cultivating people that are more inclined to do good and be morally good than they were than people that were born 100 years ago 200 years ago 500 years ago whatever like how can that be tested i don't you know i don't know (laughs) i mean you're you're basically saying there's some genetic basis we're all talking philosophically sentence or two yeah i'm getting sweaty let's let's talk about all these meats (laughs) Get the meat sweats. <laughs> I do. I do have Which more than want? a sentence because I, I I had a point I wanted to okay. get to, and I don't want to take too long. But I I had. Oh, a, you're taking long. 
I mean, here's my general point, and I guess this will be my closing, right? So I had, you know, <laughs> as I've said before, I'm thinking about things with a critical eye, and <laughs> it, as I mentioned in this Seinfeld episode, um, but in one of those, like, thoughts I had, I was, you know, thinking deep about, well, how much of the things I love and appreciate and that enrich my life are the result of other human beings? And I'm like... It's got to be like 95% of everything, you know, not just the music I listen to, the what I watch, the art that enriches my life, but the house I live in, the city we are, we're living in, where you live, my friends, uh, my family, like all these, everything is that I appreciate in the world is like pretty much a result of people. Even if I'm going out in nature, right? That's somewhere that we as humans have decided not to completely conquer and pave over. We've preserve this area for people to visit and appreciate and enrich their lives in nature and in a safe way we don't have to like fight for our, our, our lives we can go back home to our our warm bed so i just like i was thinking everything that i think of as good or that enriches my life or that is my reason for living is the result of other humans so i can't just can't see people as being innately evil when my life is shaped by the goodness of people Okay. Moochie's a lover. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Pat, do you have something? I think I'm going to end it with just one, one small concept. So are you familiar with NASCAR? <laughs> yes. yes. NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. Com- yeah. Coming to yeah. Chicago next year. Oh, very yes. excited because they're yeah. going to turn right. They're going to turn right and grant. They're going to have to. <laughs> wait, yeah, you know, it's the road course. Wait, wait, where are they doing it? Like, Sorry not to... Yeah, on the lakefront. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, Very I'm so excited. <laughs> so anyways, the, the the brilliance of human beings again. We <laughs> watch NASCAR for the crashes. These people that we love and admire, we watch NASCAR for that the crashes. That was pretty nice of them, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So I think but that, I think that, that is doing... a summary of my entire, entire argument. We watch NASCAR <laughs> to see people face certain death. Certain death? Yeah! <laughs> Do you know how they go like over 200 miles an hour? <laughs> and they're gonna be doing it on like city, <laughs> shitty Chicago roads. <laughs> Lakeshore Drive just bump. No, see, that's what it is. They're, you gotta look it up. You, you, yeah. you guys gotta look it up. It's it's gonna yeah, be a fantastic race. Yeah, if they do one of those race. bumps on Lakeshore, if they have to go on Lakeshore Drive, man. And so that's the draw. NASCAR is literally bringing out the worst in every Chicagoan that comes to see that, myself <laughs> included. I mean, and it's a huge sport, too, so what does that say about... Uh... Yeah, Moochie, what's that say? Your home state of Florida, big NASCAR fan base. <laughs> I think you're overvaluing how many people want to see a crash in NASCAR. You know what, I, okay, so... I'm undervaluing oh, it. Who knows? Uh, Who knows? <laughs> okay, we'll save this for a motorsports episode because <laughs> I want to pick that, that back. You are under, operating under the assumption that absolutely everybody that goes to it wants to see that okay. when it's Well, I, I want to turn this back to our <laughs> listeners. You know, let us know on Instagram or in the comments... If you watch NASCAR for the crashes, <laughs> I, I'm confident here, but I think we need some, uh, you know, empirical evidence. Mm-hmm. So with that, I, I, I rest my case. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I'm hearing Moochie say that the people around him are very nice. <laughs> Kiss ass. And I, <laughs> and then around. he picks up my coaster as it falls to the ground, but some part of me thinks that that was just for show. <laughs> and that he's trying yeah, to just get a leg up on this. 
I don't think that says much about Moochie as much as I think it says about me. <laughs> Just always seeing the bad side of people. <laughs> and I think that that's kind of learned because I think I'm going to have to go with Pat on this. And NASCAR, that's a pretty that's a pretty big sport where they're legit trying to watch someone crash. <laughs> There's a human being in that car that could get seriously hurt. You think that it's I learned, mean, though, too? I'm sorry? You think that it's learned to be that way? Every red-blooded American loves no, NASCAR. No, I, I, I think it's a part of us. Because, I, I mean, if not NASCAR, the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. You know? Bullfighting? Bullf- yeah, bullfighting. Uh, a, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of different things where people are cheering on. You know, people getting beaten. Cockfights? Cock Dogfights? Yeah, there there's love, a lot. Love sport. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> so I just i I want to see the good in people. I I would I would hope that's the case, but I really don't. I don't see it, and I think you guys both did a good job. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lando. I really respect your opinion on this one. <laughs> on, on this one. Mushi, <laughs> um, I will give you a fourth of a point because you did well. <laughs> um, Pat. Full point. Thank you. So, nice. anything else, folks? Well, as Pat will, was advocating to one of these days win a pop culture debate, and he eventually did, <laughs> one of these days I will win a philosophical debate. Just I welcome it. Mark my words. Yeah. <laughs> we got to find another topic. <laughs> so, guys, be sure to like, subscribe, hit that little bell or whatever alert <laughs> YouTube, button. Yeah. Make sure you send us cash via Cash App or Venmo. <laughs> PayPal, friends and family. Uh, we'll take whatever you got. All right, so unless there's something else, uh, this has been a friendly debate.